Welcome back everyone to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. This is our interview with Spencer Kazara, a candidate for Sheridan City Council. Welcome in everybody. We're sitting here today with Spencer Kazara, a candidate running for Sheridan City Council. Spencer, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, I'll take the first question, Zach. Um, just real quick, Spencer, what uh, what was a big reason or why uh, are you running for city council? Uh, we do know that we have three open seats, so I mean it's a interesting year that we right. have three open seats on the council this year, but uh, kind of give us a, if there was an epiphany or a light bulb moment where... Yeah, definitely. Well, so, so actually um, I, I follow local politics pretty closely. National politics I do follow, but not as much. I feel like local politics affect my personal life more. Uh, local and state level politics. Um, so as I saw three open seats, I let it get down uh, to the wire pretty closely before I decided to run. Um, there was nobody running and I'm like, oh gosh. So I decided to hop on board and um, basically the uh, kind of my purpose for running or what I, what I feel I bring to the table is um, you know, I really want to focus on um, the budget here in Wyoming. I know we're going to have a lot of uh, cuts coming, definitely, with the whole uh, COVID-19 crisis or whatever you want to call it. And um, and so with, with cuts like that coming, I think I have a little bit of experience um, in that area. So uh, just for some background, I have... Um, I work on a uh, an investment foundation board. It's an elected position. I'm one of six supervisors. Um, we have to essentially do a lot of, um, I think, similar things to city council, of course, but it's not for uh, a city. It's for somebody's investment fund. But uh, uh, when I came on board at the beginning of uh, 2019, the investment fund was somewhere around $200,000, which if you know anything about investment funds is, is chump change. That's tiny. Um, but we managed to grow the investment fund uh, over $5 million in one year. Um, and a lot of that was due to smart investing, but a lot of it was also careful budgeting. And so I think I think um, bringing that type of experience to the table um, should help, I think, in my, uh, in my bid for candidacy. Now, um, a couple other things that are really important to me. Um, personal liberty is really important to me. Um, education is important, uh, obviously, because, uh, well, background on that as well, I help teach out at the college in the machine tool program. Um, it's one of the many things that I do. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, a couple important things to me. Awesome. Yeah, so you've kind of hit on your the important issues to you or your platform. Um, but what do you see across the board as maybe being an issue that, um, you know, maybe set you apart on your, your positions from other yeah, that's a that's a good question, and um, it's a really a tough one to answer. But I think I want to say um, experience, although that one word answer is not enough. I don't think because if you think uh, experience, I have none as far as politics go. Uh, I've never been on a city council. I've never been um, in any other political position. But I, I would say experience, as far as I kind of alluded to, you know, working on the investment foundation. That's a lot of. Um, uh, experience handling other people's money, which is essentially what you do in, uh, in government. It's a lot of experience budgeting. Um, I think as well as uh, I work, I'm a, currently the vice president of a nonprofit in town. So I think um, I have quite a bit of board experience as well. And uh, the city council is, is you know, kind of like a board. You get together, work as a team, and try to accomplish a goal. So um, 
I'm hoping that I can bring bring uh, that type of experience as well as uh, new fresh ideals, me only being 30 years old, and kind of in touch with the more, I would say, younger generation here in Sheridan. Uh, I was going to kind of hit on that of, you know, nonprofits and being on boards is um, other than you work with someone else's money and you're working for some, you know, uh, not for yourself, right. I think, too. Um, you're working with other people, obviously. There's other people on the board. Definitely. Um, there's it's a you, big part of it. You obviously got to work with whoever that money is, whoever the client is. I mean, that's, yes. um, I think that, uh, like you said, experience doesn't really answer the question, but I think um, it kind of does in, in a sense, too, of what, what you've done. Right, so, right. Um, you know, Spencer, tell us a little bit about, um, you are kind of from Sheridan, so you're kind of a, a local guy. Mm -hmm. um, kind of tell us uh, your connection to Sheridan and Wyoming and, um, you know, why you're running for the council. Yeah, sure, definitely. So um, I was born here in Sheridan and uh, raised here in Sheridan. I spent most of my life here. Um, I have ventured out a couple times, you know, I moved to uh, Boston for a while. I lived in uh, Bozeman, Montana, Denver, Colorado, different places like that. But every time I leave, uh, Sheridan pulls me back in because I just love the uh, the small town lifestyle here. I love that everybody's so close. Um, I like that uh, politicians are accessible. You know, if I needed to talk to the mayor, I, I'm sure I could get a hold of him. You know, uh, I think that's important to me, uh, as well as at least Wyoming as a state in general is pretty as a pretty favorable uh, political environment. Like tax wise, we have no income tax. You know, our property taxes are essentially uh, very low. Um, and then locally, our politics are, are, you know, at least comfortable to me. They may not be comfortable for everybody, but uh, this is a place that, you know, is home for me. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we asked, you know, what's your connection? Um, so it sounds for me, uh, you have a lot of experience of working with younger uh, generation. You said yourself that you would consider yourself to be kind of in tune with the younger generation. As Definitely. Well. Um, something I've noticed is that, and you've even said it yourself, you've, you've moved from Sheridan, uh, but it always brings you back. How, are, how can we get other young people to either stay or to keep coming back into Sheridan? That's a really great question. And I think it boils down to opportunity. So jobs is a big part of it. Um, but as well as, as jobs, it's also um, educational opportunities. It's, uh, you know, hobby opportunities. Like you just need things for people to do. And uh, that's something that I would like to do on city council. I'd like to, you know, drum up ideas that we can, uh, obviously fitting within the budget, but things that we can do to um, to attract young people here and, or, or to keep them here, especially if they're, if they're born here. Um, it's funny, when I was younger, I used to hate Sheridan. I used to think, oh, I can't wait to grow up and get out of this place. And then the older I got, the more I realized that I actually love it here. And so it's kind of one of those things that you just – figure out as you get older and and maybe your wants and needs change as well but uh but yeah I, i'd like to i'd like to share that that type of um love and and desire to be in sheridan with the younger generation and and give them more things to do um there's we do already have quite a few things to do to be honest we have uh you know we have a lot of uh, like disc golf parks and that's free for the most part um you know apart from buying some discs we have like escape rooms we have a movie theater um, we got uh, quite a few things to do, but you know, we could always use more definitely. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, we already hit on it. Um, do you think your, your 
platform. You talked about jobs, opportunities. Um, I think that kind of goes hands in hand with uh, your budget. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of mentioned it like, well, if, if, if it's within the budget, right, we're not right. going to. Um, and then I think that really fits into civil liberties too. kind of maybe expand on that. Um, you mentioned some taxes and um, maybe the in Wyoming, the lack of taxes and how that right. um, is beneficial for opportunities. Yeah, and, and it's a tough if it's, it's a tough balance, right? Because as a citizen, as a citizen, you don't want to pay taxes. As a government, you want to collect taxes because you need money, and um, it's it's kind of one of those things that you have to strike a balance with. And so that's where it's important that um, I think we make the taxes reasonable, which I think they are right now. And then you find a way, whatever that budget is. And, and to be clear, I don't know what our city's budget is. If I had to guesstimate, somewhere around forty million, that, uh, and I could be way off. But uh, that's something that I'd like to look into as soon as um, you know I get elected. But taking that budget and making sure you stay within your means is very, very important. Um, so you have to first take all the necessities, all the things that you need to have. You know, infrastructure, roads. Uh, that'd be water sewer, trash, things like that, things you need to have. You pay for that. Um, Your city employees, you pay for them. Then you go, like once you get the necessities out of the way, you start to figure out the wants, things that you can afford that, um, you know, are necessary. And that would be things like uh, things for the younger generation to do. I think also a focus on bringing uh, new industries here is really important um, because oil and gas and coal is important especially to our economy, very important. Um, but I think transitioning to other types of industry is also very important. Um, you know, this kind of alludes to uh, what I do at the college um, when I help uh, teach machine tool technology. So training machinists. Now, right now, those machinists typically work on uh, coal and, and gas mining equipment, right? They fix, they fix trucks, uh, usually. They do um, a lot of other kind of things, but we have a lot of industry here, like we have LNH Industrial, those guys do, they have contracts for NASA sometimes, they do a lot of interesting things. Um, we have things, uh, companies like Weatherby here, uh, that they manufacture firearms. We have companies like Kennan who are, are just like out of this world creatively. They do, I mean, they're designing like gear for the military and airplane covers and like things that they can't even talk about, which is super cool. But uh, I think the, the the skills that we teach in the machine tool department at the college are uh, certainly relevant. Um, but uh, definitely having more opportunities to learn those like other skills like 3D printing or, you know, how to operate machines like that definitely opens the door for a lot of other industry here in Sheridan. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. So kind of talked about that, uh, just providing opportunity and growth, and mentioned the North End expansion a little bit, um, you know, with companies like Weatherby. Um, so I just had a question about, you know, the influx of out-of-staters coming in now. Um, we've seen it's been kind of an interesting summer to see all these out-of-staters come in with COVID, and so raises questions, are they just tourists, or are they looking to, to sell out here? So I just want to yeah. get your thoughts on that. And, yeah, that might you know, I think as far as like my research and things that I've looked into, uh, I think there's a massive movement in the country right, right now to de-urbanization. People don't want to be in cities, uh, and that's great. I understand. Uh, and they come to uh, Sheridan because they feel like there's nobody here. This is great. And um, they, they're not wrong. It is great here. Uh, I'm 
nothing against Jackson, but I don't want Sheridan to be Jackson. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's it's not really within my control who moves here and who doesn't. And anybody that comes here, we have to embrace them, whether they're tourists or or not. Um, But we can take certain steps to um, try and stay true to the ideals that, that makes Sheridan great now. You know, and that doesn't mean that we won't change or it doesn't mean that we can't change. But uh, but I think as long as you keep individual liberties in mind um, and, and things like that as you move forward with every decision, uh, that should keep you in line with, you know, at least similar to what we have now yeah. as we grow. Well, and I think that's a great kind of example of the North expansion. I think growing up, um, all three of us have grown up here. I think that's right. that North End expansion <laughs> is crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah. That that's happened. I mean... First, Kmart's gone, and that's Emit. I mean, but right. So, I mean, uh, change is going to happen, and I definitely. Think, um, I think you hit it on the nail of, you know, just how is that change going to happen, and how, are, what are we going to do with it? And, right. Uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty resistant to change, to be honest. Uh, and not that I don't want things to change, or that you know, it's just it takes me a while to come around sometimes, mm-hmm. and, and I recognize that about myself. But like. I'll give you a good example, um, and and I can be swayed definitely. Like with with facts and research, I can change my opinion. I'm not against that. Um, I think I think it's weird when people talk about politicians and they're like, "Oh, he was saying this, and now he says this," and it's like, well, it's kind of part of life. You grow and you change, and especially when you take in new information, sometimes your opinion changes. But uh, you know, the the new exit out there where it used to be by Kmart, and now it's further. At first, I was like, come on, guys. We really need to do this now. It's so much further to get out. And, but but I understand the need to drive past businesses and, and, and basically extend the the city limits that is shared. And I get it, you know, and it makes perfect sense. Uh, when they did the trial on Main Street, I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. At first. I'm like, why would you do this? But I drove on it for like a month, and actually I liked it. So it's kind of – those are uh, maybe small examples, but – I'm pretty resistant to change at first, but again, taking in new information, I think I'm able to change my mind. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that Main Street. <laughs> at first, I was like, I'm gonna hate this, and yeah. I drive up Main Street. I'm like, you know, not, not so that bad. bad. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm not getting I'm not getting blindsided by these guys when I park. But, yeah. Um, or you're I, like driving in a lane, and all of a sudden somebody stops, and you're like. Oh, no turn signal. Okay, but you're turning, so I'm just going to wait for you. Yep, exactly. Yeah, now <laughs> with the turning lane, you don't have to deal with that anymore. I, I actually really liked that. Yep, yeah. yeah, it was uh, yeah. maybe something uh, as a council member that uh, maybe we revisit. and uh, Definitely. There's uh, So, see, he's open to change. And um, Zach, you know, is there anything else that you have there uh, before we maybe let Spencer say one last little, little thing? Uh, no, I'm all out of questions. Perfect. I think, cool. uh, Spencer, you know, if there's a... Uh, Anything you kind of want to end with? Um, sounds like you're going to be, oh, I'll say this, um, you're going to be on Public Pulse on right. Monday. Yep. Um, and then um, I think we would just end with uh, where can we uh, find contact info for you if people want to reach out and maybe yeah. quiz you on some other issues of theirs. Yep, definitely. And and my email is always open. My email is uh, spencer at forge.co, and that's actually spelled uh, P-H-O-R-G-E dot C-O. So spencer at forge.co and... Um, my phone number is 302-751-2344. Um, Delaware number, long story, I've never lived in Delaware. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a really long story uh, how I came to have that number. But anyway, yeah, you can contact me pretty much anytime at any of those two um, two places. So, yep, any questions, give me a call or email or text or whatever you want to do. He's accessible. Awesome. Yeah. Zach, uh, 
I think this was great. Spencer, thank you for your time. Of course, guys. Thank you again for having me. Thanks. Good luck. All right. That interview was brought to you by Land Resources USA, experienced land professionals for oil and gas. Um, They were uh, gracious enough to let us use their space so we can interview Spencer in a nice uh, professional environment. Um, Zach, kind of a little debrief here on the interview with Spencer. Um, One thing I took away um, from him was his enthusiasm and uh, his his, uh, excitement about uh, protecting liberties staying within the budget um and uh he also knew he could also see the signs of we need innovation in the city yeah definitely um uh what i admired was he saw a vacancy three vacancies in city council and decided to step up and do a civic duty um and take part of that um very admirable um and not something a lot of people obviously are willing to do um but yeah i agree he he was very excited had a lot of um great ideas about innovating, um, bringing uh, the youth back to Sheridan, keeping them in Sheridan, providing them opportunities for jobs, um, and was very relatable, um, and was just a really nice guy to talk to. Um, Yeah, really open and good. Mm -hmm. And I think he, uh, uh, kind of hammering on what you said too, you know, it's, uh, he is, he's a little younger than most candidates, and um, I think um, that's important to note that, you know, he saw a vacancy and he's like, Hey, you know, that I see this is a need here in, in town. And he even mentioned about, he's moved out of town a couple times, but he always keeps coming back. And, um, so that's, he cares about the city and the County and, um, he wants to do that civic duty. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, I thought it went really well and we probably could have been sitting there talking to him for yeah. a long time about a lot of different things. So definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, I thought it was a great interview. It was great, yeah. Thanks again, Spencer. And uh, he is going to be on Public Pulse uh, Monday, August 17th. I think that's at 9 a.m. Yep. Um, so, yeah, everybody should be on the lookout for that interview. Yep, check it out.